Welcome back to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast with your host, Steve. And this week I'm joined by Jen because uh, Dustin is on vacation yeah, and I had a rough week and couldn't record with him when I was supposed to. So Hi! Jen, Jen, <laughs> Jen and I shot a wedding today together and we're driving home right now. Um, so we're... This, this episode's gonna be a little different. Um, it's gonna be a little annoying because there's gonna be a lot of car sounds. Ooh. Yeah, a lot of car sounds. Uh, we're just, uh, we're driving home from the wedding and I thought uh, Jen was my second shooter today. I thought it might be fun for people to hear Jen critique you. Critique me, <laughs> critique everything I did today while we drive home. So how, first of all, I need to ask you, how honest do you want me Jeez, to be? Jen, I mean, I, I guess you gotta go hard in the pain. Am I right? Or am I right, you know? Are you the pain? Uh, people go people aren't you? gonna respect you or me if you don't really just take me down a peg. All right, so um, first things first, can you pull up your phone and just kind of uh, give us a walkthrough of the itinerary today? Ooh, this is not going to bore the crap out of your listeners at all. <laughs> you know, I, I think a lot of my listeners, a lot of Dustin and I's listeners are pretty established wedding pros. And so they have a pretty good idea of what happens on most wedding days. But we have been getting recently a lot more like new photographers, new to the game who are getting into this thing. So it might be interesting for some people to kind of hear like a breakdown of a wedding day. Okay. Well, I'll try to do it fast so it's not too boring. We can skip some of the parts that are really that important that it's just really particular to this wedding. All right. So we started off the day an hour before the bride got into her dress. Um, I usually do like 30 to 45 minutes, but since Steve is a little bit on the slower side, we, I always give him an hour. Because, Damn, Jen. Damn. <laughs> because he requested it. So. I, I do request it. I am much slower than Jen when it comes to getting ready shots and detail shots. She's uh, faster and better at that than I am. I have a more, I think I have more of a design mind and Steven is very like particular about certain things. And so it just takes a little bit longer, but not in the bad. Well, okay, <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's rewind that. You have a design mind, and Steve is very particular about things? Things? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there's see? something Steve cares he's got about. A, like, he's got a mind. <laughs> like, I get a design, design mind, and Steve has a mind. <laughs> I've, I've got one. Sometimes it works, not no. always. We, we've learned a lot about each other more recently, mostly because he's been shooting a lot more weddings than he used to on his own. And so we're learning like his strengths and his weaknesses. And even though like, I don't think that his detail pictures are bad, I think they're actually really good. Damn. I Damn. I, are you kidding me? I just, are you like, do we need to pull over? So let's get back yes. to the itinerary. Uh, hour of details time because well that's the the Steve handicap is that what we're calling that 
No, it's not a handicap. You're just a little bit slower at it than I am, and it's just because you work differently than I am, that so I do. It's not because yourself, you're bad at it. Well, you usually give yourself I give myself, I can do, to I can do it hour? done. I can get it done easily in 30 minutes. Okay. But, so I have a 30-minute handicap. Yes. <laughs> this is like golf terms, right? Yes. So for all the golfers out there. Yeah, it's like okay. a two-stroke handicap, right? So I gave... Steven an hour, but I ended up shooting the details um, for this one. Um, I actually really enjoyed shooting details, so it was a good fit for me. Um, and I think there's no problem with putting your second shooter with their strengths, and if, especially if there's something that you're not as good at. And so, I mean, I have no problem with that. Um, there's actually some photographers we edit for that are kind of the same direction where they have like maybe second shooters that are a little bit better at certain things. Um, but, I, I yeah. can say from experience over the last like three years where I've been shooting a lot more on my own, uh, when I have a second shooter with me, I try to let them do the things that they're better at. And if they're better than me, based on like their, their work that I've seen, if they're better than me at like, doing bride's portraits or getting ready portraits of the bride and bridesmaids, or they're better at details, I try to say like, hey, yeah, go ahead and do that. Because I want them to do things that they like to do and that are challenging and that they can feel like they're, they're doing something creative and they're doing work that they're proud of. Like I don't, I've talked with a lot of my second shooters and they get frustrated working with other people because they don't get to uh, make creative decisions and stuff. So I, I try to let them have more time to do that. Wow, Jen. Wow, are you asleep right now? Because you're just bored to <laughs> I closed my eyes for like two seconds. It's been a long day and it's you're talking a, a lot. So <laughs> let's get back to your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, the itinerary is so much more exciting oh my than gosh. me talking. That's how boring well, I was. Let's get just back now. to the entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as far as this itinerary goes, it's a little bit different than what we typically do. Um, usually, we do all of the photos after if the couple's not doing a first look. Um, for us, we actually we relied on our second shooter quite a bit and we require a second shooter to actually shoot portraits of the the couple individually so say if it's like a um, bride and groom we would do the bride and or the bride and the bridesmaids and the groom and the groomsmen their photos separately but we shoot them at the same time one photographer would shoot one the other photographer would shoot other i know for some people the primary shooter shoots both the groom and the groomsmen the bride and the bridesmaid or if it's a same-sex wedding both the, the sexes with the both sides both sides yeah um so with this wedding it was different because they were getting ready at airbnbs that were farms so they had a lot of different types of uh, outdoor landscaping and uh, something that would have been unique to this wedding and so we wanted to go ahead and do the portraits before um, so a typical day would have been details, bride getting into the dress, getting to the ceremony location, shooting the ceremony. But for this one, we decided to do uh, 15 to 20 minutes of the bride and the bridesmaids and 15 to 20 minutes with the groom and the groomsmen. Um, after that, we headed to the ceremony location 
and we shot as much detail as we possibly could because it wasn't in the same location. So it was really important for us to get a room shot, anything that we're gonna be capturing that guests could move around or change so that they can look back. There's, cause the couple spend so much time on those details that they want pictures of it. Even if they say, oh, we're never gonna really use those photos. It, honestly, it does matter because you spend so much time as a couple trying to plan for this wedding it's important to capture every little thing even if there's a possibility they are not going to put it in an album it's 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 just important you never know what's going to happen in 20 years where they they want to look back at these photos maybe they want to see their centerpieces or they want to see a full room shot so it's better to just go ahead and get it than to hear back that they regret that you didn't get it so we try to get every possible shot we can and we tried to get all of those details before the ceremony happens. When we can. Yeah. Uh, this, this wedding was unique because the ceremony and reception were in the same place. A lot of times when we do weddings, the ceremony's at like a church and the reception's at some other venue. So we were actually able to do that. And because of the way things were scheduled, even though I was the primary shooter and Jen was my secondary shooter, I had Jen do the detail shots because I needed to check up on the bride and groom basically and make sure we had a good relationship continuing to go on with them. <laughs> I, uh, don't, I don't know what that means. I, I was, need to be were in you doing, constant contact did you do with something? the bride and okay. groom all day long. Did you do something to make them feel like, or for <laughs> to make you feel like you did not have a good relationship with them? Um, every time I breathe in front of a bride or a groom, I feel like I've done something to Stephen make Stephen is think. very self-conscious. <laughs> um, no, so towards the beginning of the day, uh, I think there, there was a discrepancy between the schedule the bride had sent us like a month ago and the schedule on the day. And so like when I was going over the schedule with the groom, I was like, oh yeah, you guys are supposed to go to the ceremony at this point in time, the ceremony location. And so he was like, okay, cool, we'll head over there. And then he sent like a text to the bride saying, hey, we're going over there like 20 minutes after I said that. So 20 minutes after, he, according to my schedule, he was supposed to leave. Um, but it was 15 minutes before like the revised schedule, which I didn't have, said he was supposed to leave. And so I felt a little self-conscious after that because I felt like, I felt like maybe I had forced him to leave early and that that had caused some undue, um, I, I thought maybe like I had caused some undue stress on the day. Turns out everything was just fine. But like at, in, in the moment, I felt like maybe I had done something to make things not as relaxed and as great as they should be. So I felt like I had to make up for things. So yeah, I went to check on the bride. I went to check on the groom. I, you know, I like to check in with them. I like to make sure, you know, I tell a few jokes. I like to make sure they laugh. It's the Steve Van Elk glad-handing treatment, you know? And are we, are we already starting the critiquing, like now? Yeah, go for it. The jokes could be a little awkward. Oh, snap. <laughs> you know, I wasn't laughs. the one making the sex jokes. 
that was the bridesmaids, and it made me super uncomfortable. Yeah, Steven started to turtle, which I what I refer to I as like getting turtle. into a shell. Like I you curl up into not. a ball. <laughs> yeah. You These are lies. <laughs> They're untrue. You like fell to the ground, grabbed onto your knees, tucked your head in, <laughs> put your hands over your ears. So your response was to bend over and laugh like it was funnier than it really was. <laughs> I think when the bridesmaids <laughs> like never are making had a lot of jokes. I think when the bridesmaids are making a lot of jokes to the bride about how she's gonna have sex for her very first time. Who knows they, if it was the first time, but anyways. That possibly. was the joke they were making and it made me uncomfortable. Yes. Okay. I'm a delicate man. I have delicate sensibilities. I, I do know these things. Okay. So we got through that part. Uh, did did you want to comment on how on how, how I did. So Jen wasn't with me. I, I ran over to the groom and the groomsmen to do shots of them. And then I came back to the bride. I was supposed to get back around the time she put on her dress, but I was a little bit late. So Jen did those photos. And then I was just there for like the first look with the father. It was really hard to do those without you. It was so hard to do those. Bride getting in the dress without I just me. don't know how they're going to turn out. So, after that, then, um... <laughs> Man, I'm an asshole. I, I, okay, I did photos. Continue. I did photos of the bridesmaids. Yes. And, um, I turtled you, so... Okay, so the thing is, like, if you want to have an itinerary that fits, like, an ideal schedule for yourself, you need to have a second shooter who can actually shoot without you. But that's so important, because you're working like if you are doing everything you are working way too much and you shouldn't be doing that and maybe i am like jumping the gun on where we should be but i need to say that because there's so many people i talk to who they do everything like they shoot the bridesmaid they shoot the groomsmen and they also shoot the like getting ready and then they shoot the bridesmaids pictures and then they shoot the groomsmen picture and then the wedding party pictures and then everybody's picture and the details like you don't need to do all that stuff hire someone you trust who's trustworthy so you don't have to work so hard like work smart not hard no i agree I agree 100%. It took Jen a long time to train me to uh, be that person for her. I didn't like necessarily now, train you, now trust I'm, you. Now I'm training Jen to be that person for what? me. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I yeah. guess so. Like, who? how are you training me? How are you, like... I train you so good, baby. Shh, this is not sexual. We're not. <laughs> and if anybody's training anybody, go oh, Yeah, um, so what, what happened next on the day? Uh, so yeah, we, we did the details, we're at the ceremony, shot the ceremony, and then we went right into family photos. Um, how we handle that is that the second shooter is always in charge of getting families, the family together for the next photo. So we can go boom, 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 get it done as fast as possible because believe me, those family members would much rather be in cocktail hour drinking wine than standing in line for photos. So, um, you'd rather drink wine than stand in line. Drink wine, stand in line, stand in line, drink it's wine. It's rhyme time with Jen Klein. Damn it, I messed that one up. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so what? So how we do that? Say um, the first picture is grandparents' pictures. 
So while Steven was shooting the grandparents' pictures, I was getting ready for the next photo. So the next photo um, on our list was the flower girls. So I was making sure that the people who were involved in that photo, the which would have been the little girl. So I was telling the parents, hey, the flower girl pictures are next. So if you can go ahead and collect the, the little girls, we'll get that picture right after this one. So I want to be able to, for Steven to be taking pictures almost continuously so that we can get through these as fast as possible. Which typically I'm the one doing that for you. Yeah. How does it feel to be on the other side? I feel like I do a much better job than you do. I gotta tell you, I felt like you did a much worse <laughs> job than I did. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. I seriously was moving people around. You never do that. You just stand in the background. I was talking to people. I was trying to get people's attention. I feel like you just kind of stand over to the side. I usually like run to the back of the church and I'm like you we need you right now because no, I can't trust people to actually like when I say like we need everybody in the immediate family there's always like somebody who's like oh yeah John's just in the back and I'm always the one running to the back and I'm like hey John we actually I need don't you run. right now <laughs> yeah you do not run at all no but listen I no, did you, walk you back. Actually, I did, did walk a, back. You did a great job today. You made it so much easier for me than it normally is when you're not there. Uh, usually I'm like trying to look at my phone, pull up who needs to be in the photos, and then like scream out those names. You did all the screaming for me, so I didn't have to do it. It's Are you going to have to like um, all the times you've gone over the line and the car's going beep, 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 beep? Are you going to have to edit that out? No, I got to leave that in. I was talking <laughs> over the top of that. <laughs> Everybody's going to know I'm a poor driver. So the family portraits, how, like if you're critiquing me as a second shooter, how could I do better? Cause I'm probably going to retaliate, but go ahead and tell me what I did wrong. Actually, I felt like you did a really good job. Um, that is one of the hardest things I find when I'm the second shooter is like running around telling people who I need for photos and stuff like that. When I second shoot for people other than you, a lot of times like they don't want me to do that. They say like they want me to do something else. And then when it's time for that part, it's like a big cluster cuss. Uh, and the way like we, like you and me do those sorts of things, seems like it works out a lot better. Where it's like one person is like literally, in my case, literally running around and saying like, you need to get up there for the photo. And in your case, you're just, you have the confidence to speak loud enough that people can hear you. I don't have that. I speak softly. <laughs> I speak softly and I carry a big stick. It's my big dick. <laughs> what the f No. <laughs> I just had to get a joke in, okay? This is a comedy podcast. Oh my gosh, but that was not funny at all. So after that, we go to what? Oh my gosh. So, okay, we do get compliments a lot from family members who are like, wow, that was really fast. You Thank you so much. Big dick energy. Oh my gosh, shut up about that. Like, dicks are everything, okay? Let's just move on from it. <laughs> you guys Vaginas big, are better. You guys have big clitoris energy. Vaginas are better. <laughs> okay, so listen, Steven. Jen, Jen. I feel like we get a lot of compliments on how quick we are. And it has to do with how much time we put into making sure this is as efficient as possible. Yeah. And if you are looking for a way to get through family photos very quickly, um, here's my recommendations. 
um, as soon as the ceremony is over. Get a couple photos of the bride and groom hugging the parents and then get into that location as quickly as possible and get the lights set. If you don't know how to set lights for, for family photos, you need to practice. You have to make sure that you get it right so it looks well lit and there's no shadows on the faces. After that has happened, after you've set up the type of lighting that you like, um, going through that list, um, this is how I do it. So, hey, can I, or, or I will start off with like, thank you so much for um, waiting back. I know that you guys wanna get to cocktail hour. We're gonna try to get through these as fast as possible. Um, so if you guys can stay here, uh, be, just be alert uh, because you will be in some photos. So if I can just have the father of the uh, mother of the bride, so if I can have the grandparent of the bride to come up with the couple to take photos, and then I'm gonna let you guys know which photo is next. So there, that's happening. Steven's capturing that. I go up to the flower girl's parents. Hi, I just wanna let you know your daughters are going to be in the photos next. And then right after that, is the parents photos and then i say i just want you to let it know let you know these are the order of the photos this is just going to happen we're going to shoot this photo then the flower grows and then you guys are next and then i know from how i've organized the list of family portraits that it's going to flow very nicely we'll have the parents and then we'll include the immediate fam family take the immediate family out have the uh two parents together however that list goes highly recommend doing a list if you don't do that as well um, and then you just have that your second shooter have that confidence to be able to organize that well too um, i think that's really important for us because uh, it really does make it flow very nicely it's very fast they can get to cocktail hour then you can get into the the photos that take a little bit more time like wedding party pictures and bride and groom portraits or couple portraits so after the ceremony we in the family photos we rock outside we do all the uh, couple portraits we do all the bridal party portraits go back inside and then we're kind of off our itinerary then because now we're on the DJ's itinerary yeah and uh, I know some photographers like to like make out their own itinerary for the, like, the DJ time but like screw that I don't want to be in charge <laughs> of the reception yeah um, <laughs> so, like, the only things we have planned after that are, like, sunset shots and night shots, really. And yeah. then we kind of just capture the events as they come. So, I think that kind of brings us to a really good point, which is that... Sorry. Um, I think, you know, we've done a lot of hard work, and I think that we deserve... We deserve a music break, Jen. We deserve a Lizzo music break. <laughs> I just took a DNA test, turns out I'm 100% that bitch. Leave your mic on and recording, and then we'll finish up once we get inside.
alarm off. Oh, I just bought some really cool dresses that I want to wear for engagement shoots that were really cheap and cotton and flowy so that I could wear them. And they have pockets. Can you include the link to my the dress that I just bought for the engagement shoots? Yeah, whatever you want, babe. I guess I just covered the mic with the dress. <laughs> Probably not good. Do you like this one? Steven. Steve. Yeah, it's awesome. So I just bought a couple of dresses for engagement shoots that are really cheap. So if you're looking for something that's cotton and wearable, I'm gonna, we'll include those. I gotta do a beer. Oh, a beer. Ooh, that would be nice. A nice way to end the night. Come on. What? This is 9% Stephen. Yeah, I'm trying to get you drunk, babe. He's trying to get me drunk. Drinks. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's continue this mess. So, so we're back home after the Lizzo break. I don't really know what I did with my phone. I don't think it matters. I don't really need to look at the itinerary. I'll, I'll get it later. Okay. We're, we're done with the itinerary because we basically got to the end. Uh, there's only one thing that happened kind of itinerary. Just clip it onto you. That way you're not like fiddling with it. I'm trying to. Okay. So okay. Th there was only really one thing that happened on the itinerary. Um, the bride brought up to you that you had said we could do sunset photos after the ceremony or after the reception. And that was not something you had actually said to her. That was something I said to her at the engagement shoot. No, this happened before the engagement shoot. Okay. So something that happened. What I've learned as a parent, you need to pick your battles. And sometimes things are worth fighting for and other things are not. Um, she had said since we, we talked earlier and how I had said that we could just do sunset pictures after the wedding is over. Mm -hmm. That's typically something I never, ever do. Unless it's like a close friend. But when they brought it up to me at the engagement shoot, and I was like, hell They yes. did, because that was something we already discussed. Yeah. But it was also something they brought up to me, and they're like, we don't we don't know if it's something you, like, you could do, or something like that, was what they said to but me. But the thing is, we were, I, like, I had already sent an itinerary yeah. to her before the engagement uh, okay. session. I so, was like 100% on board, though, because I really wanted to do sunset photos. Yeah, and then, which I figured you would be, and that's the reason why I was like, yeah, it's just Steve, I'll just let him do <laughs> No, and it was also the location was weird, so it, there were, really wasn't a lot of places we could take pictures. Um, the wedding ended up ending at 8.15, so it just made sense for us to do it, and I just went along with it. There's a possibility she talked to another photographer, and that's what they said, and I just ended up going with it because again, you pick your battles with children, you pick your battles with your business. And this one, I was just like, it, you know, it kind of makes sense that we would just end up doing portraits after because we would get that good light and we would have, we'd have a little bit more options than shooting around the location that just really didn't have anything around it. Yeah. Plus, I mean, we don't always, we always try to go above and beyond for our clients, yeah. but these clients in particular were friends of our, like some of our best friends from college, um, specifically our wedding photographer. Um, 
No, they weren't them. You just said that they were particular friends of ours. I just said, particularly, they were friends of some of our best friends. Specific, okay, or specifically, they're, they were friends of our wedding photographer and Jen's uh, maid of honor. And Jen was also the matron of honor. You hate it when I say that, don't you? But you no, the first. matron of honor. That you're, was fine. Matron of honor, matron of honor is okay yeah. when I am 34 years old. Matron of honor when I was 24 years old was really hard to hear. But you were married to all this, baby. You were married to all this. Matron is just such a like weird word to hear when you're 24 years old. So, so I mean, I I feel like I kind of wanted to go even more above and beyond than what we normally would above and beyond. <laughs> Man, this is the weirdest thing to talk about. But like, be, because they're friends of friends, basically, and because they were referred to us by our friends who. I also think it makes a difference yeah. on how we're treated by the couple too. And they were super nice to me every so I think step if, of the way. If I have couples who are, have been amazing and they just, there was a misunderstanding, like I want to make them happy. Um, but if I have couples who are rude and then all of a sudden they expect to have free things, it's really hard for me to cave because mm -hmm. it's, now building that relationship. Now you picked a fight. You picked yeah. your battles, and this this is the hill you're gonna die on. Yes, <laughs> I'm, there's many hills that I've almost died on. So when in in the morning when we were doing like the getting ready shots, I got to see where the bridesmaids got ready. I got to see where the groomsmen got ready, mm -hmm. and both of them were like these super cool locations. Uh, one was an Airbnb. Another one was like where the. Uh, best man's family like his parents had moved to a few years ago and it's just like this super cool house the house was very like just imagine like nantucket kind of lake house <laughs> like so uh i don't know if i'd say nantucket but pond lake house farm sort of thing oh it had the very nantucket colors like the the way oh, that like it... the architecture of the actual house which won't be in any of our photos yes yes that's what <laughs> that's what i'm saying the house itself and the property lots tons of wildflowers yeah. like this is just there a, was like, like uh, a, a like 2000 yeah. and 17, 18 bride's dream. Like yeah. wildflowers everywhere. Inside the house, there's a lot of scrimshaw. Um, the house is actually made out of the bones of a giant whale. Like a very Nantucket feel to it. The whole place smelled like cod. It was great. Why are you looking I at me like I kind of hate it? you right now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it was a trendy modern farmhouse with like uh, ocean It was ocean not colors. a farmhouse at all. The only way it was a farmhouse is that it was on like <laughs> property that was country. Okay, so anyway, it was out in the country. It was this beautiful property. They had like a giant plot of land. They had a pond. They had like, uh, instead of like a giant lawn with like grass that was mowed, it was like a giant like field of wildflowers. Like it, whoops. <laughs> Man, I'm terrible at audio tonight. Uh, so it was just really cool. So I we were, we were going to do like their sunset photos in a park near where they got married. And I was just thinking to myself, like that park, it has trees like all throughout the park. And we're not going to get like sunset looking photos. And it's going to be in what, a forest. So I suggested we go out to yeah, this farmhouse. Which I didn't know, like the farm, like this we keep calling it a farmhouse. It's not a farmhouse. It's just a house out in the country. Yeah. Um, this beautiful lot of lands. Um, I didn't realize it because I didn't get to see it. 
I, we were just at the Airbnb and I honestly thought the Airbnb was pretty, but I just didn't think it was worth driving all the way out there for the photos. Now the, your location I feel like was, um, one of the reasons why I was a little bit hesitant about this location is that the location we originally chose is because they recently changed their policy where you have to pay like $150 to shoot on the property. (laughs) And so we were going to go and just take pictures in secret locations where there really isn't a lot of traffic for the, (laughs) we were going to be secret spies and spy photographers and take pictures on this property where no employees really go so that we could shoot there. Not as like, we just we used to shoot there all the time, and then all of a sudden they changed that policy. We're not from that area, and so we were gonna play dumb if we got caught. But I had the great idea of shooting somewhere else that was private, <laughs> and that would give them photos that weren't like anything so anyone we else in the area it. got. Yeah, yeah, we were trying to avoid a bad situation because I should just imagine us being there and then like getting like kicked off of the and then having no place to shoot these sunset portraits so this ended up working out really nicely the only problem was we were playing they had with a fire. pond and the pond had a million mosquitoes oh my gosh it was really really bad probably the worst i've ever had i have at least 20 mosquito bites on my hands right now and surprisingly i don't really have a lot but they were trying to get inside my head the mosquitoes yes they, they were, were like, going through my ear canal that ear hole let me get in there yes i'm, I'm gonna get that bitch <laughs> Gonna you get said that bitch you're one hundred percent that bitch, non-committal. Oh, were oh, you seeing a Lizzo song? Is that were you seeing Lizzo at me earlier? Um, did I get Lizzo? Yeah. Um, yeah. I put the sting in single. Sing, not sting. I put the sting in single. <laughs> I put the sting in stingle. Um, yeah, so Jen, I guess what I'm wondering is, uh, what, what, what grade would you give me overall for today for the wedding? Uh, six, six out of six. Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) I'm so proud of myself. No, this is, this is really silly. I don't know why I would ever have to rate you. You are unique. I feel like everyone approaches, well, most people approach weddings in their own way and they're, they're not going to be exactly the same. You approach weddings just a tiny bit differently than I do. And that's completely okay. Cause that works for you. I don't, I think that you did a great job. I think there was a few times that you were a little bit awkward, but I think it was possibly because I'm a little bit awkward. Well, you, you are awkward, but you were around people who were not maybe fully comfortable with doing photos and stuff. And so I don't know. I, I put myself out there a lot today. I felt like uh, joke wise with the guys and the girls. And, and got shot down a couple of times. Yeah, got shot down hard. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not easy out there. Not every crowd is a friendly crowd and sometimes you bomb. And unfortunately, you know, like when you stand up and you bomb, you can lean into it because, you know, the next night it's going to be a brand new audience. But when you're a photographer and you're bombing, you got to you got to really try hard to stop bombing. 
I think also you have to feel your crowd. Um, there were a couple of times that I like my approach is to make the, the client feel as comfortable as possible. And sometimes for me, what I'll do is actually just talk to them about how we're similar. Like we had a lot of similarities with this couple. And so I, I tried to like, just say, like, tell them stories about something was a, was brought up about a form a four second kiss. And then, so I ended up bringing something up about how our first kiss, Steven held my cheeks and you embarrassed the shit out of me. And Steve's response was not really the best. Cause he was like, this is why I don't want to bring you to weddings, <laughs> which was like, um, you don't get a choice. So you can kiss my ass. <laughs> You can blame we all own this business. I own this business. We own this I business. I own it. Don't even talk about like you have any say on who you get to bring with you or not. <laughs> so since you own this business and I don't get any say, what 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 would you what would you say? did I do okay today? You, no, you threw me under the bus like twice <laughs> in front of the couple, and so I did not throw you under the bus. I would never were, throw you under okay, the bus. Okay, so I started talking. Let me finish what I was saying. Actually, I wanted to add on to what I was saying about the, the first kiss. I could tell from the couple as I started to talk that they did not want to communicate back with me. They just wanted to get photos. And as soon as I got that feeling from them, I ended the conversation and I didn't try to have conversations with them later. So it's really important, important to be as intuitive as possible with a couple, because if that, you have to find what makes them feel the most comfortable. So maybe what makes them feel the most comfortable is just to be like in the moment of the photos and maybe not having conversations to the side. Um, and then some people, it's just, the, it's different. It's just different for everyone. And for them, I feel like having little conversations on the side just was like too much for them because they're trying to focus on doing whatever they're, they want. They're very serious about their photos. They're very which serious. Which was one of the period. things that was great about like their engagement shoot. Like they, they were like focused and like they wanted to like do it. They weren't like some, some couples when I do their engagement shoots, they don't want to do engagement photos. And they kind of feel like they, it feels like it's a drag for them that they're even doing it. Maybe not both of them, but maybe one of them. But this couple was like, they're both laser focused on like, we want to do the best job possible. Which I think that's why somehow we've been able to fit the best couples for Steven with Steven. I typically attract couples who want to be a part of the process mm -hmm. and to get to know us a little bit better, who are very responsive to our social media. And I usually end up becoming like, I would say having a little bit more of a relationship with a couple than what I quote unquote, call it dating your photographer. So I'm getting to know them. They're getting to know me and they want to get to know me and I want to get to know them. And what I've realized about the couples who are more attracted to having Steve as their photographer is they're very much focused on photos. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm an artist, everyone. 
We're gonna I have make, to have a lot of bleeps. I make so much art, and like I just art all over the place with my clients, and I art all over my clients. Do you art on the dance floor this evening? <laughs> I did with you. I arted on the dance it was, floor it too. Was on my Instagram story and yours, we were arting together. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I feel like I connect pretty well with most of my couples. Um, most of them seem to really jive jive with me, and they they say I'm a I'm a I'm a big big hip daddy, and they they like to they like to shoot with me because I'm I'm so flipping cool. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a cool cat. You're a top dog. I'm a I'm a top dog. I'm a straight shooter, and they love me. That's, You're that's the exactly. top dog now, son. <laughs> I can't say with the accent. <laughs> All right. So, You're the dog now, son. So, <laughs> Is that how he said? You you the dog now. You're the man Mom. now, dog. You're the man now, dog. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. Now can you oh do it with gosh. a Sean Connery accent? <laughs> You're the man now, dog. <laughs> oh, God, that's terrible. How do you do it? How, how do you? You're the man now, dog. Is that it? Did I get it? <laughs> You're the man now, dog. That mine was so much better than yours. It's me. You're the man now, dog. I'm sorry. I'm Batman. Are you? Yeah, I was going to say, are you like uh, Batman or Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson's? You're the man now, dog, Bruce Wayne. (laughs) You're the man now, dog. You're Ah. the man now. All right, all right. So. uh, the boss. Everything you do sounds Jamaican. Slopping uh, the boss. So, I mean, we, we skipped over a bunch of segments tonight because we were driving, and you can't drink beer while you drive. But yeah. uh, now that Jen's told everybody I was Yet. the best photographer in the world, <laughs> nine out of nine, not out of ten. Not nine out of, out of 100. Damn it! Um, <laughs> and I said six, by the way. <laughs> no, I, I think you did a incredible job for the situation. So you'd give me a 666 out of 666. Oh my gosh, why do you have to be weird? 666. (laughs) Why'd you say it a third time? Now we're going to hell! Um, So, next next up on our list of stuff, uh, Beer Talk, Jen, you cracked open a beer. I think I probably left the sound in. I didn't edit it out. What what are you drinking tonight? I I got you a little something. Something. So... This has ivy all over it with a skull with a top hat and a Read the bow words. tie. Read the words. It's green and white and black. Jen's drinking a beer from Taxman Brewing Company. I'm sorry, but I can speak for myself. <laughs> Stop mansplaining my beer. Okay. Uh, this double IPA is by Taxman. Ooh, crazy enough, I'm not a huge fan of farmhouse double IPAs, but um, for some reason, Stephen popped it open for me, <laughs> into my hand to drink tonight. But do you like it? 
So the other option. It's not bad. The other yeah. option is uh, what I'm drinking, which is oh, fantastic. Oh, it's Belgian inspired, yeah. by the way, and it's nine percent. And you love Belgian beers. So. I do, and it's. Um, but I think all of their beers are Belgian inspired. That is aren't true. They? Uh, the other option tonight was a Taxman Brewing Company Cherry Wit Held. Uh, which is a wit as in wheat. Is it so it's a wit, wheat, hell? It wit held, held, like I held your hand because I always hold your hand because I love you, sweetheart. You don't. Actually, um. let's go back to that. Um, what We were um, on a, a date. We went to eat dinner and I kept bumping his hand with my arm trying to give him the idea of holding my hand as we were walking and so I kept hitting him and he was like all stiff with his arms wrapped around each, around his uh, body. I was gonna tell you, I didn't get the idea of what you were trying to communicate. Maybe if you use your words, I would've got it. But now- I didn't uh, wanna have to tell you, cherry, I'm a girl. Cherry Whitheld. <laughs> I want a, you to just read my brain. It's a cherry flavored Belgian wheat ale. It's actually pretty good. Um, I think Jen has had it before and said she did not like it. Let's switch. Let me try this. You, you want to try that? Mmm. What you you changed your mind? I like this. It's kind of sour. Yeah, I, I actually thought it was pretty good. I don't like sours. I don't nope. like ghosts. It's got that after that yep, wet dog aftertaste. That's what I thought. That's uh, what I thought. Wet dog aftertaste. It tastes. It tastes like the way. Okay. I don't know if it's just my taste bud, it buds, is. but there's some beers that when I take a drink of it, the aftertaste tastes like the way that dogs smell when they come in from the outside. I'm glad you finished with... Dog cum and just leave it there. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't stop there. Yeah, good, good. Dogs uh, come in from the outside. Yeah. So, of the outside. So, so now that we've done some they beer talk, we've, we've gone through like a whole wedding day. A whole wedding day. Jen rated me 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10? Is that? No, I didn't rate you it. at all. 6 out of 10. No, 6 out of 100. Would you give me an A? People need to know. I already told you I would give you affinity for... For any time you can be the second corn. shooter. You are, you've got a, a six out of corn. A six out of corn. Okay, yeah. great. Um, do you want to do some Q&A with me, Jen? <laughs> sure. Let's do some Q&A. But, but Steve. Jen, uh, the first question comes from Steven Van Elk from our very own <laughs> Facebook group. Damn, that, that, that dude's name just makes him sound like he looks good. Is that? It makes I, him going... sound like it, he looks good, but come on, let's like, let's be realistic. Oh, this is why I need you on the podcast. Jen, following up on our Lizzo break earlier, what songs do you like to listen to on the way to a wedding? What, what songs give you power? Oh dear. Um, we don't usually listen to songs because I am usually a hot mess on the way to weddings. We can dance if we want to. No. We can leave our friends behind. No, we don't listen to that song. Because your friends don't was, dance. No, and only four seconds. Dance. Only four seconds, Stephen, or we, you're gonna get. You're no friend of mine, Jen. I know this. <laughs> I honestly, I listen to a lot of music after the wedding because I'm. That's like after. That's when I'm pumped, and then that's when I want to listen to music and I want to like dance and sing. 
before the wedding, I want to be hyper-focused and make sure in my brain I'm going through a checklist and so I'm not thinking about that stuff. So I'm sorry, the it wasn't really- The last three weddings we've gone to, we have listened to Lizzo on the way. No, that's not true. That is true. Mm, who turned them on? Who turned them on? Probably I turned them on, but you sang to them. Yeah. I gotta say, Lizzo, that is that has rapidly become my jam. Uh, Which really surprises man. me because it is very women empowerment and you are very anti-women empowerment. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm just joking. Steve is not. He oh is like... I'm on. never a lady over here. <laughs> No, uh, like no, I, I love her. I love her music. Like it, it just it makes it makes me as a man feel empowered, and it's definitely not about like male empowerment. Like it's it's one hundred percent about like female empowerment, self love, and like the message is just so great. And like listening to it pumps me up. <laughs> I think it's because you get to hear me sing, and that's what pumps you up for mm, a wedding. That doesn't explain why I listen to it when you're not around. <laughs> oh, oh! You're gonna cry about that. What do you listen to? When How I'm can not you around? listen to Lizzo without me? What else? What else? Okay. What other songs make you feel like pumped up? What 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 gets you feeling powerful? Feeling ready to take on the day? NPR. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a pretty big I really, fan. I really I'm a I'm a big fan of like. I lost my train of thought. NPR? Uh, yeah, NPR. Uh, for me... I, I like I like the, like, good segments where they talk about, like, gardening and how to get the reddest tomatoes and... On NPR, yeah. Yeah. I really like listening to, uh, oh, you're going to hate me for saying this, Jen. Oh, gosh. I really for like times. Kanye and Jay-Z, the song Otis Redding. That song's phenomenal, and, like, it just, it makes me feel like I'm just, like, jazzed after I listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I want to go out, and I, like, I want to do stuff. Like, it, it pumps me up. Is that weird? Because you hate no. Kanye. I I don't like Kanye. I don't hate anybody, but I don't really like Kanye as a person. I think that he does have talents, and I do like some of his songs, but I think he's very annoying as a person. Um, the yeah, it's really hard. It, I am definitely not the type of person that when I am heading into a stressful situation need to be pumped up because I'm already like super duper high on all of my anxiety. I don't need any other pumping up. I don't drink coffee in the morning before weddings. I don't listen to music. I'm very hyper-focused and I'm trying to, to assure myself that I've got everything that I need so that I don't have a nervous breakdown before yeah. any situations that are stressful. So like we get in the car, I throw on some jams and I'm like, I'm a mother star boy. And you're like not vibing on that? Like, you're not like, Steve, more of the weekend. I need that in my life. No, I, that's how I'm I feel. seriously deaf heading to a <laughs> wedding. Do not know anything else that's going on other than what's in my brain. But like I said, on the way back, 
I'm very much more of a joyful, like emotional listener, like the extremes, like super happy, super sad. That's when I'm like getting into music. Um, Ooh, but you, I listen to a lot of stuff on the way home. You know what really does me I really that? like certain things when I'm running, but not necessarily heading to weddings. Sorry that I wasn't much about that. What do you that. like listening to on the way home? Um, things I can sing to, things I can dance to, and no melancholy shit. I just want to be able, I want stuff that's upbeat, that it, that is uplifting or, um, has a good beat who, or that I can almost that I missed out on the experience to dance with everybody, even though I try to dance with Steve and he kind of like stares at me and laughs a little bit, but doesn't ever move his body. Um, (laughs) I love, 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 love dancing and so it's very hard for me to be the person with the camera in her hand because I actually just would rather be on the dance floor dancing with everybody. So I just need that moment to get it out of my system on the way home. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. And because I said cool, 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 childish Gambino, you know, uh, some of his earlier stuff is How a did that bit correlate? Ma- oh, uh... Troy and I bet in the morning. They always said cool, cool, cool. I, I thought the cool, 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 cool yeah. thing was from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No, that's from Community. Nine-Nine? Yeah. No, that's from Community, and it's what Abed would say. He'd say cool, 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 cool. 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 Yeah, he'd say cool a bunch. Um, but I think it was just cool, cool, cool. Don, Donald Glover, who played okay. Troy, yeah. um, child, is Childish Gambino. Yeah. And his, his music is very good. It's very good. I like it a lot. Yeah, I like that. I feel like we've been listening to a lot of Weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm, I really like The Weekend. He's, yeah. he's very good. He's I found good. the Weekend lullaby songs. Ooh, man. Which is incredibly creepy. <laughs> and I feel like Steve's going to murder me when he's listening to it. <laughs> and ride into our bedroom on a tricycle. <laughs> <laughs> I only murdered you a little bit. Come on. <laughs> uh, okay, next question. Carthy Kedge from our very own Facebook group has this has this ask. For those of you who have shot a wedding on a major holiday, which would be time spent with family, an example, New Year's Eve or Christmas, would you charge any differently? Or just your normal rate? Um... Yes. Absolutely. You charge differently? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. How, how much did we charge for the last New Year's Eve wedding we did? How much did we charge? I don't know. Compared to normal, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll put well, it to you. Well, first of all, I, I require them to do unlimited coverage because we're going to be there until midnight. And um, then I there's a little bit extra with that. It's the packages I send over, I don't say... Hey, these are our New Year's rate. I just say these are our rates, so they have no idea that I'm charging them more for New Year's. And it's not to be mm. deceiving. It's just that like some people are turned off by the idea that oh, you're charging me more for a holiday. But you know what's so sweet about that, Jen? What? When they're like, oh, I decided not to get married on New Year's Eve anymore, but we are going to book your highest package, and we're going to go two weeks later. And you're like, oh, oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, no, no. I would love to book you at the, my highest package on my special New Year's Eve rate. I mean, did I say special rate? I mean, normal rate. When did this happen? 
This is a comedy podcast, Jen. This is not funny. I don't understand how this is funny. Uh, the funny part is when you send you them over to make a your joke, special that's a, that's holiday. The funny part is you trying to make a joke. That's going to do it for us this week on The Wedding Photo Hangover. Uh, you can't do that to me. I'm not Dustin. I am the queen. I rule over you. Okay, what? Next question. Yes. Next. If you want Thank to you follow next. Jen no. on Instagram. Are we done with questions? Yeah, because you're mean to me. You're very oh, mean. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> okay, what? I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry I was no, mean. You do special holiday pricing. Yeah, yeah. And you never would charge somebody special holiday pricing on a holiday day if they move through a day. That's what you just said. You yeah. never do that. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. If You're they a good, moved... honest person, and you'd be like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I gave you holiday pricing before. Hey, here's the deal. Sometimes I sound like a hard ass, but honestly, like, I want to be, I treat my couples the way that I want to be treated. And I also have to understand that I don't want to be walked all over either. I'm not going to shoot your Christmas wedding and miss out with my family on my normal rate or a discounted rate because I love myself and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, to get the money when I'm missing out on time with my family, which is, I guess, every weekend if I'm shooting a wedding, but it's more important when it's holidays. I want to build memories with our children about, um, or with like New Year's. I want them to remember times. I mean, New Year's was always a really important holiday for your family. And I'm sure there's a lot of memories that you built with them. Mm -hmm. And I want to build memories with our children about all the money dad could make. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just, it, if you are sacrificing a lot, then it needs, there needs to be give and take. Like you, you can't sacrifice on money and also sacrifice on time with friends or family. Even if you don't have kids or a spouse, like you've got to consider the things that you're losing and what is it worth to you? And that's how we've said it. So, yes, we definitely charge extra for our special holidays and actually charge a little extra if it's close to Christmas. Like if it's the weekend after Christmas or the weekend uh, before Christmas, I'll charge extra because there's a lot of times when family wants to spend time with us. I try to give a reduced rate if people try to get me to work on holidays we'd spend. And this with, is the reason why I fired Stephen. <laughs> Just the holidays with my family. If it's your family, I'm fine. But my family, that you is know, not true. You I'm, love your family. I'm looking for any reason to get out. Of I there. was like, Stephen, let's move out west. And he was like, my family, my family. James Kelly from our very own Facebook group asked, "Have you ever photographed and a wedding?" And that will be it for uh, this episode. Have you ever photographed a wedding and had the strange feeling the bride really didn't like you? My wedding at the weekend was amazing and the couple were lovely. All my contact prior to the wedding had been with the groom, but on the day I had just had this strange feeling the bride really didn't like me. Damn, James, damn. Why do you have to be so unlikable? 
How often does this happen to you, James? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I want to know how often, James, do you feel like you know, your I have clients never, don't like you? I have never, ever gotten that feeling. I think all of my couples love me. <laughs> They're always like, come over to our house. Let's hang out. We're having a key party. Just come over. And they're it's like, gonna be real chill. here's an extra $500 just because we like you. Every also, wedding. come to the key party, though. But seriously. Eek. So that's a little bit more than just liking you. That was like liking you. Yeah, a, they really like us. It's it's kind of weird. We have to actually turn like, a just lot of people away. Oh, <laughs> yuck. <laughs> and Steve, how, just come. Just come to our how house. How much are you like, into like maybe threesomes? <laughs> Are you into threesomes? Also, we want to do a boudoir shoot with you, Steve. Um, a couple's boudoir shoot. It's gonna get sloppy. Gross. Feel free to join in. Feel free to join in. Sloppy? I just imagine sloppy joes. And sloppy joes everywhere. And I imagine Chris Farley dressed up as the lunch lady. <gasps> That's what I imagine, too! Oh my gosh, we're the same person! No, that's totally what I was imagining. And her, like, her, him dressing, or, like, dancing. But let's dig into it. Uh, James wants to know how often, you know, brides dislike me. Um, James, it happens quite a bit. Jen, how do you cope with it when we show up to a wedding and you can tell the bride really doesn't like this guy? Steven, I never, I don't, I can't tell you any wedding I've ever shown up to and the bride does not like you. I feel like it's strong personalities that couples tend to either love or dislike. Mm. And are you saying I don't you don't have really a have a strong personality? Strong personality. You don't have a strong personality the day of the wedding. You are very go with the flow. You match a lot of what the couple is doing. I've been in situations where I've kind of felt like the we're getting guns like out. Them. Somebody give me a gun. I'm a gunman today. Gunman. That's what gun I said man. today. I'm I'm gunman. You're a gunman now. Yeah, come yeah. man. Um, no, I've had times where I've not meshed well with a couple, and I instead of approaching it like I typically do, where I'm like getting to know them, and I'm like, I am so excited. You guys are getting married. This is gonna be so much fun. Let's go party together. Uh, instead of doing that approach, it's more of a professional approach. And I just try to get through it, and I realize, you know what? You're not going to be best friends with everybody. So just, I just try to do my job the best I can possibly do and hope that they're going to be happy because I know that my personality, or just my personality, is <laughs> to win them over. Yeah. I think we nailed that one. I think we helped James out a lot. James, nobody likes you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> James, I like you. She says that. She doesn't listen to the photographer's crack. Yeah, it's the one about the butt cracks, right? <laughs> That's right. James and Ross do a podcast all about butt cracks. In, in wedding photography. Or it's, no, the one about drugs. That's what it is. It's photographer the one, of drugs. It's the one about it's the, drugs. the You're photographers right, yeah. who do drugs. 
James I listen to that one all the time. She's your number one fan, Jen Van Elk. She loves listening to your podcast about about how you sell crack during your photography gigs. I listen to that podcast all the time. She loves uh, all the stories about the dummy cameras you have that are just filled with cocaine. I'm learning so much. I le- I've learned. I'm sorry. I've learned so much. <laughs> learned so much. <laughs> it's enriched her life so much. <laughs> That's makes me a little itchy, though. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode really, of the Wedding Really, that's how we're going to end it. We're going to end our hangover okay. podcast. Whatever. This week with Jenna and Steve. Sorry. If you want to help us out, jump on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a five-star review. If you want to connect, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Wedding Photo Hangover. Or on Twitter at Wedpick Hangover. Dustin, who's usually here, is on Instagram at Dustin underscore McKibben. Jen, who's here today who's actually here, is at Jen Van Elk. Am I here, though? And me, Stephen? I'm just at Stephen Van Elk. If you want to get involved with the awesome community of listeners, join the Wedding Hangover Facebook group. But if you really want to warm our hearts, head on over to stephendoesn'tsavetheworld.com and you can sign up to support us for as little as $1 a month. It's extremely helpful to us and to the making of this podcast. Plus, you get awesome bonus content, like uh, when we do guest episodes, if the guests have things that we have to cut from the episode because it doesn't make sense for the episode, but it's still relevant and like interesting for photographers to hear and helpful for them running their businesses, we put all that stuff into like outtake episodes that sometimes go for like 20 minutes where like guests just tell us all about like how they run their business or how they do other things and it just didn't fit into the episode because we weren't talking about that in the episode so there's like some but they're really, super cool people and you want to there's some really good stuff in there like <laughs> surprisingly good stuff <laughs> why am i cutting this out of the real podcast i don't know because this is a comedy podcast the thing that That's you've said true. like a million times yeah. in this one episode yeah so thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight, and your entire being aches for the sweet embrace of death. That's right, next Sunday after you shoot another, another wedding. wedding. Did you want to give me some crap, like a little more crap? Do you, you want to make fun of me a little bit more, Jen? Yeah, the whole time. Yeah. You don't have that memorized. Mm-hmm. You just were reading from an iPhone, and I tried to talk to you oh, during that time, gosh. and you were like, oh, I'm focused right now at my reading talk. When we went to California, and yeah. Ulysses was like... Steve, what's the intro to Wedding Photo Hangover? And, and I was like, like, uh... I don't know. We've only had a hundred episodes. <laughs> and I don't know the intro by heart. I had the intro down. <laughs> you were like, I don't even know how it starts. I was like, um, I think I say I'm Steve. <laughs> and I'm Jen. And this is... The Love Buddies Wedded Podcast. <laughs> Wrong podcast. The, you, know, that's, uh, you guys can also, if you want, you can find Jen and me. We do a... It was a weekly podcast, and we took a pretty long break. The summer's been pretty crazy with Bespoke Town and our business, and... It's, it's been a rough... It's been a rough summer. Jen and I 
and mostly Jen, but a little bit me too. We've been just going crazy with uh, our editing ass. company. And it's been it's been taking a toll on us. So we haven't put out as many episodes of Wedded as we'd like. But if you want to hear more of us talking together, uh, you can head over to Wedded Podcast or it's weddedpod.com, right? And uh, you can tune in there to get more Jen and Steve in your ears on what will hopefully be a weekly basis again soon once wedding season cools down yeah. a little bit. Of course, we'd appreciate a listen. Hopefully this does not scare you off. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily the same topics, but... Not necessarily the same topics, similar topics. Uh, things that, you know, you could just take what Jen and I say, turn it into a blog post, and just increase your SEO. <laughs> We're not doing it. <laughs> We're making a podcast. <laughs> that is a joke, Jen. I laughed. You could laugh harder. It's so funny. Did you have fun tonight with me? My throat really hurts now. Because of the creepy laughing you just did? Or because yeah. of everything else? Because all the talking. But the important thing. Did you have fun tonight with me? I don't remember anything. I think you dropped me. Okay. Maybe more important then. So, Jen and I, so at the end of these episodes... I, can, I think I'm severely dehydrated. At the end of these episodes, Dustin and I typically talk about, like, things we're interested in, things that, you know, have been tickling our fancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Jen, you you cheated on me. You started yes. watching a show without me. A show starring our favorite actor, oh, David that. Tennant. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? What? <laughs> So I, I just want to know what what drew you into the tenant tenant land? What made you think I should watch this show without my husband? Um, David Tennant. <laughs> wow. Not David Tennant and Michael Sheen together on screen at last. Mm, David Tennant. Jen started watching. There's a Amazon Prime show that's relatively new, I think. He's making such a big deal. I yeah. watched half of an episode, and he thinks that I should have watched it with him. You should have. Because I offered I to wait to watch Broadchurch so you my could watch husband. it. With me. I offered to wait to watch <laughs> Jessica Jones season one so and you could watch it with me. All of those things I said. I have Steven, no interest I'm a very in them. sensitive creature. <laughs> I cannot watch children die not watching the show. That's true. Both of shows are very good. Broadchurch and Sounds Jessica like Jones terrible shows. One. I don't want to he- hear anything about David Tennant being a dying. bad guy. Was he playing Good Omens? Is he the angel or the devil? Oh, he is, he is not the devil. He's a devil? He is a demon. And Why is your face doing those weird <laughs> things that look like delight? <laughs> Back in the day, I made Jen watch a show with me, a show called Doctor Who. That is not true. 
I watched it on my own accord and said, I'm, what's this? You said, oh, it's Doctor Who. Someone put it on a hard drive for me to, because they like it and they think I'd like it. And I was like, I'm unemployed. So maybe I should watch this show. Started it and I was like, this is so dumb. I'm going to give it four episodes. And if I don't like it by episode four, then I'm done. I start watching it. I fell in love. And that someone who liked it and put it on a hard drive for me was me. I did it for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we ended up watching all of it from Chris, who was... It started with Christopher Eccleston. Yes. He was just one season. Then it was David Tennant for three or four seasons. And then I fell in love with David Tennant. Mm -hmm. Did you fall in love with Matt Smith? No. I like Matt Smith, but David Tennant is my one true love. Wow. You, sometimes you meet your soulmate and no one else can will rise you? to, no one will rise to that No, no that one level. can rise to that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love you, babe. Let's go to bed. Very tired. Thank you for recording with me. Do you want to say bye? Bye. 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 Thanks so much for having. Wait, before you stop, just put it in there. When you say bye, or do you want to say bye? bye say? Stephen, thanks for, so much for letting me be on the podcast with you. It's such an honor to be on the wedding photo hangover. Even though I gave you such a hard time every single time on here, I really truly love your podcast and it means a lot that you want me to be a part of it too i'm gonna go throw up in the toilet now because <laughs> that beer is so nasty no um i really like having you really- on this podcast too You said no sexy talk. Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video, and audio editing needs.